Coming to you from the Underground Studio, this is the Sipping Social Podcast. My name is Mike Caro. I'm here with my boy and certified bourbon steward, Garrett Turnquist. Yo. We've also got our stellar producer on the mic, Johnny. Say what up. What up? We're here to dive into all aspects of the restaurant industry. We truly love what we do and love talking about it. We're going to pour, sample, and review anything you need to know about. Pour yourself a cocktail and join us on this journey. Let's Let's go. go. Thanks for joining us, guys. Uh, welcome to the Sipping Social Podcast. We got episode fifty nine over here. Um, it's awesome. We got lots of fun things to talk about, uh, but I'm excited to say this because I messed this up last time. What are we sipping on before we get into good stuff, boys? Gary, what are you drinking? I got a Michter's Rye Old Fashioned. Oh, nice. That's what you, that's that's what we had last time. I think so, Johnny. What, what are you drinking? Was it? Remember, yeah, we kind of skipped you because you were oh. setting some stuff up, and we had like several. Oh no, that was the Ezra Brooks. So we Ezra started Brooks. off with the Mictors single barrel, then we went to the Ezra Brooks. I yeah. apologize, Johnny. What you drinking right now? I'm having the same thing, um, created and made by the one and only Garrett Turnquist, the Bourbon <laughs> Belly Hospitality Group. Is it delicious? Beverage director. <laughs> it is really good. You think he's made an old fashioned? A time or two in his life? Yeah, he said he's made a bunch, but he said he hasn't made some recently, so I was kind of impressed in nice. his uh, technique. Well done. Well done. Still got it. Mike, what do you got? I got a delicious fat tire golden ale. It's fantastic. Oh, yeah, we were talking about that last time. That's right. We'll talk about it a little more in a second. Cheers, boys. Let's Cheers. have some fun. Let's go. Let's do a good podcast. Let's go. Johnny, the candle looks fantastic in the middle of the table for the ambiance, just so you know. Yeah, this is the first time that we've had a little bit of a intimate setting here at the Sipping oh Social gosh. Podcast. He's really uh, drawing it out now. Spring fever is coming. A uh, <laughs> lot, of, lot of exchange of you gonna rub bodily, your, bodily fluids. Rub this. your horns on the on the trees <laughs> to get rid of the, yeah. the skin. I thought we'd uh, liven it up here and maybe uh, get something going. That's cool, man. It looks great, man. John's I really gonna appreciate be walking it. down the street it's, and see an hard. ankle and be like, ooh, mm. look at that skin. Mm. All right, sweet. So speaking of, <laughs> speaking of fat tire, you guys got to try this with me before we got on. We talked about it on the last episode. Way different than the amber ale that I had before. Johnny, you seem to like it after the first couple sips. Yeah, we, I mean, we talked uh, last episode that we kind of really didn't get it, but um, as far as like the brand and everything, but we, but now that you tried it, does that change your opinion, or you still don't get it? No, I do get it. I do. It's a it's a way more drinkable beer, yeah. um, and then you still get that hint of the old fat tire amber. Okay. Just lighter. Gary, what, what's your thoughts on that? I think the beer is really good. It was, yeah. We drank it really cold with pizza, and <laughs> it, it paired very well. You had to throw that in there with the pizza because that definitely elevates any beer you're having. Well, I mean, personally, in my opinion. personally when I drink, when I eat pizza, I don't want beer. I want, like, soda or – I want soda. I want, I, like, I want, like, I want pop. All right. Uh, I want so the, Sprite or Diet Coke or something. And right. then, uh, but, like, it paired really well with the pizza. And I also think that even if you aren't eating – you're just outside and it's warm. I think it's a good beer. I agree. I think it's really delicious. And still don't um, get it though. It, I, I, I understand both sides of the coin. Um, you could have just made another beer and introduced it into your family of beers yeah. and gone that route. Uh, especially if the sales weren't lacking, like we looked up online based on what some of the executives were saying in that article. So, what, do you know the cost difference between this and the? I have no like idea. Like, is this cheaper to? I'm, I'm assuming it's cheaper to make, but is is cheaper to buy or if it's the same price and it's cheaper to make then that makes a big difference like that, that makes it doesn't seem more expensive when i bought the six pack than what a normal fat tire would have been 10 bucks sure so um whether or not it's cheaper to make 
we'll have to maybe we'll contact somebody and we'll reach out to them at the the Fat Tire Brewing Company in uh, Old Elk. I yeah. mean Old Elk, Fort Collins, uh, Colorado, and uh, where Old Elk is. Or maybe we should go there <coughs> and back to Old Elk and check it out, right? Yeah, we did read that the Fat Tire was the 16th best-selling craft beer last year, which would have been 2020. So this, this article so it's so a little bit of a mystery, right? But. Um, it is a mystery why they changed it. But honestly, I think if you closed your eyes and you were just to smell the beer, you might think that it was still just Fat Tire Original. And then on a palate, maybe it's obviously 100% lighter. It's a lot lighter. I, I agree with you, though. I, I see the resemblance of it. Yeah. There's, there's some of that still there's in there. It still tastes still. like it. There's yeah. definitely a hint in there. All right, uh, moving on to uh, talking about the last episode when Garrett dropped the bomb that he had a gift for John and nobody knew what it was. Um, and then we took some lewd pictures and posted them on Instagram. Lewd. Some <laughs> some of you liked it. Uh, some were confused and uh, others uh, were it. just out. <laughs> just loved it. Yeah. I, I would say that we Absolutely had a, a, loved po- it. a positive social media return on views yeah. and commentary. Yeah, I just love it. I love it. It was it was my favorite part was watching Garrett take pictures of Jan on the barrel, which was awesome. Now, for some reason, we got on like the Forrest Gump movie <laughs> and we're like, oh, why don't I take a, a picture? Like, um, what was her name in Forrest Gump? Jenny. Jenny did. Like on St- Jenny. When Jenny played on stage nude with the guitar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Forrest yeah. Gump came and saved her. Anyways, I don't know why we got on that subject, but that's the picture. All right. Well, well, we did it, and we posted it, and it is Jenny. what it is. We're, uh, and I think the picture was great. Very artistic. I thought it was tasteful. Tasteful. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah, 100%. Yeah. So, but the barrel, also very cool gift that, Garrett, you gave to John for the Underground Studio. I mean, first of all, not many people get to have a 53-gallon drum of any type of whiskey, let alone a barrel that they helped pick out, even if they couldn't taste it that day because they were hungover. The point is that you helped pick out a barrel, and it's your first one, so you gotta get. I mean, like you get the barrel. Like it's like it's like my, one of my unwritten rules. Like if you help pick out a barrel and you don't own one, you get the actual barrel. Oh, I love it. Yeah, I mean, it's so cool. Garrett's like, I got something for you, and I go upstairs. I'm like, what is it? And I go in, and like I go out the garage and I, and I open up the garage and I look down the driveway. And he's he's rolling this gigantic <laughs> barrel towards the house. So I was I I was writing the synopsis for the last episode. So I was sitting at the bar with my back to the, and all I heard was this clanging coming down the stairs. And everybody was like, you could tell it was like exerting energy to bring something downstairs. Yeah. And I was like, what the hell is that? Heavy I turn around, there's a whole barrel. I'm like, they're so hard to carry. It's like crazy. They're, they're, they're massive. There's, there's no handles. Like it's round. Yeah. It's, it's not it's, made to be carried. No, it's they're meant to be forklifted. So what a cool gift. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, dude. Awesome. All right. Sweet. So last episode, this is going to be the last thing. I love you. (laughs) I think you should give him a hug. (laughs) It makes the basement smell delicious. (laughs) I got a story about that for sure. All right. um, So the last thing we'll talk about from the last episode, because we talked about the new restaurant in downtown Wheaton called Maypole with Suburban in the basement, right? So we had a lot to talk about, a lot to say. It was about a 10-minute segment of that last episode. So... This is a, sent to me in a text from the owner about what these places, what these two places are. Was it so directly it. directly in response to our podcast? No, he didn't listen They're to the podcast. <laughs> he didn't, okay, he okay. definitely okay. not listened to the podcast. But I figured he gave it to me. I might as well read it out, right? So Suburban. This is, this is us fact-checking two and a half weeks later. <laughs> I asked Just so him, we're all clear. Hang on. I yeah, asked no, him I the day did. of. Yeah, I, I asked him the day of. All right. We knew we weren't going to get a response. So Suburban is a members-only speakeasy-style bar. 
The focus is on providing a space for the members to enjoy both community and privacy while enjoying some of the best drinks in the world using techniques and products only a handful of establishments currently have access to. All right. The membership is currently full with a wait list, and they're in a soft open face. Maypole is the restaurant that's located on the main floor at 121 West Front Street. They have a chef named Bridget Vanaman. She's an award-winning chef from Chicago. To be a familiar food style with Filipino slash American roots. Uh, it's going to have well-curated and playful drinks. Be a warm celebration of artistry and food, drink, and community. Maypole is comfort, connection, and curiosity in each bite, in each sip, in each seat. And they open the, uh, they aim to open in May. Nice. It sounds like they you just copied and pasted what they had on their website. Maybe. I mean, it doesn't sound like... Did you, go, did you go to the website? No, it just doesn't sound like, oh. like well, he's like well, these, taking a poop responding to your text But they're message. pretty thoughtful individuals when it comes Agreed. to their product and like yeah. what they put out and yeah. where they come from. So I thought it was nice to, to, for him to send that, and that, that sums it up much better than the, the 12 minutes that we spit over what we didn't know what we were I talking about. No, I mean, arguing it, mostly it, over like the cost of the membership. <laughs> yeah, that's it, true. It basically is what we talked about, though. Yeah. But just more artistry words were in that message. More refined. It's more refined. I th- I'm a, I, I'm excited about the upper area. That sounds really cool. I I agree, and that's I did. We were talking about that. How the first level, if they have like drinks, like Common Good makes good food, it's gonna be a cool place to go. Let's go there for dinner before we record next. All right. Well, hopefully they're open. All right. So last week, Garrett and I got to do a great thing, uh, as we always do, and um, get to, get to do cool things with our restaurant group. We met with Salamoth, uh, guys we love. We've had them on the podcast. We're gonna brew some beer with them in late April. Um, really, really do you want a hint as to what the beer is going to be? Because I'm super excited about it. It's like right up our alley. Yeah, I'm excited too. Yeah, like like that? slightly just, hazy let's just talk about pale it. ale. Yeah, it's gonna be a hazy pale ale. Five and a half. Five and a half, maybe six percent on the top end. Perfect for the summer. It'll be rolled out sometime at the it's, end of May. Yeah, it's a sorry. Three it's or four a, week turnaround. It should be a four week turnaround. Yeah, so end of May. It's gonna be fantastic. And hanging out with those guys are Awesome. No, no, it'll be it'll be middle May. They're they're packaging May fifteenth. Okay, so mid May we get it. Yeah, cool. Keep an eye out for it. I'm sure they'll have a fun name. It'll be delicious. Um, did you guys know yesterday was International Whiskey Day? I did. Johnny, I didn't, but I drank a lot of it. Okay, so that was when I was. That was my next question. You had some whiskey yesterday. Mm-hmm. You had some whiskey yesterday. What was? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So yesterday was Monday. What what yeah. kind of whiskey did you have yesterday? Um, for International Whiskey Day. I mean, I didn't have anything for it, but I, I no, had I know, but uh, you had some some each Taylor, bottled and bond rye. Mm. I had some Russell's that we're gonna try tonight. I had. Uh, I thought it was just gonna be one. <laughs> I, <tried. laughs> I didn't realize it was a I whole list. Yeah. <laughs> the rest of the, the, this, the rest of the podcast. Like four, just <laughs> listing all the whiskeys. Four he tried or five other like uh, whisca- brands from Wisconsin. You didn't even know it was a he holiday. Opened up a can yeah. of worms, like. Pandora's right, box. John, what did you? What kind of whiskey did you have yesterday? I just had your <laughs> Buffalo Trace Old Fashioned for lunch when you came in. It was nice. It was delicious. I'm, I'm glad I got to hang out with you guys. Um, I had an early times bottle and bond old fashioned last night. I didn't know it was International Whiskey Day until today when I looked at Instagram and saw that well, like somebody who, else posted it. Like what that. is that for? Like who determines it's a, it's that? It's to celebrate whiskey, John. Yeah, but people celebrate everything. Everything. So whiskey, whiskey whiskey has to have a day. Yeah, there's also there's, the you know what I mean? everything's got a day. Why bur- can't bourbon whiskey has have a day? Bourbon has its own day too, outside yeah. of international whiskey. Well, day. and also 
American whiskey has its own day. Yeah. Like there's there's a Canadian whiskey day. Yeah, but it's a product. Whiskey is a product. <laughs> like I take a crap in a toilet and that's a product. Was there international crap day? Yeah, it's the it's the no, it's, it's January first after New Year's Eve. Um, LK day for toilets. Really? Yeah. <laughs> you just make that up. <laughs> yeah, I did. Okay. I was trying to international go international flush day. <laughs> 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 all right. Uh, so I'm glad we all got to have some whiskey yesterday, even though it, unbeknownst to us, it was International Whiskey Day. Very cool. Unbeknownst um, so to use. So oh, you knew. I knew like two days earlier. Okay. So get that on your radar for next year for a Tuesday when you want to have a random Tuesday to drink. Get that International no, Whiskey Day. If you need food. an excuse. Sure. Yeah. All right, sweet. So we got a new little uh, segment we're going to do here on the podcast, which I'm super pumped about. Garrett, take it away. This is something that Johnny and I were talking about. Uh, we're always like going out and trying new things all the time, mm-hmm. so we should bring that back to this table and to the listeners. Uh, it's called What You Eat, What You Drink. Love it. Yeah. And uh, I think when we talked about it, it was like, you know, we do the high-pitched voices back yeah. and forth together, and it's like, what you eat? What you drink? What you drink? What you eat? <laughs> See that's very cool. We get we should get some sound bites of that. So you just yeah, have that plug like it in. going so yeah. like, boom. Gonna go. That yeah. sounds pretty good. You guys can work on it a little bit. Um yeah, we yeah, we'll practice. Okay. The uh the, the point is like so uh, you go out to eat, you go out to drink, you try something cool or something interesting. Uh let's talk about it. So um uh to start off, I'll I went out on a uh on a date night on Saturday and I went to uh I went to eat at Barchito, which we talked about before. Place is super delicious, um, and then more importantly, I went to Lilac Leaf, which is a cocktail bar in Lombard, right next to Babcock's, and it's uh, like no food, just there's no there's no seating at the bar, just tables, um, which is pretty similar to Common Good, only like five chairs at the bar, which I've never been able to sit at; they're always full. But um, and uh, it was just interesting cocktail bar, like interesting vibe, really dark. They had like a fake fireplace in there. Um, all the tables were round, which I think is con- kind of confusing, but uh, I would think squares would be easier. You could fit more people at them. Um, How are the cocktails? On like, a side note, though, yeah. I do love round tables. In general, yes. In general, just because yeah. like, you're all focused on each other. and Totally agree. It makes like, sense in that way when you're having a conversation with everybody. Every round table you're sitting at like fits four, right? So like yeah. a, a two-top round table is... I get why it doesn't work for a space. Yeah. yeah. and this, I mean, the space is very small. I mean, it, it has like seven or eight tables inside. Um, the bartender and server really nice. The cocktails were when you re- when I read the menu, I was uh, like thinking that it would be more closer to like what Common Good or like even lesser than like Maze and Mash does. Um, it seemed kind of basic, but the uh, like the attention to like detail was there and like all fresh squeezed juice, like it, everything was every, the cocktail was good. I ordered a uh, my wife got a glass of wine, which is hilarious to get at the cocktail bar. Um, and they have uh, an old-fashioned flight, which is kind of cool. And then I got a Trinidad Sour, which is like my new favorite cocktail, which is uh, equal parts. Uh, if you're from Chicago, you call it Orgeat, but it's that's not how you pronounce it. I can't remember how you pronounce it. Like, it's, it's a French word. Um, and then uh, rye whiskey and lime juice with, uh, so it's one, 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 and then uh, a quarter ounce of Angostura bitters. So it's like a tiki cocktail without being sweet. And mm. kind of leaves your mouth with a little bit of bitter finish. They killed it. They did a great job. Very cool. Yeah. So I wouldn't say like everyone needs to like run out to go there because it fills up really quickly and people just kind of like linger. But 
if you're around the area, they're only open for at night. So if you're around the area and you want to check out a late night cocktail before you go home, give it a whirl. Sweet. So cocktails sounded good. Any whiskey there? Uh, not really. Okay. So more on the cocktail side. Yeah. Which is fine. Yeah. Wine for the wife. Yeah. And Kate loves wine, yeah. so that There's would like be good, seven good for different, me to take Seven away. different wine choices, which I thought was Joanna kind of likes wine, right, Chad? Oh, yeah. So that's perfect. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a date night for us. My favorite part about Joanna ordering wine is whenever she orders a glass of wine, you know that's the last one, and it's time John's about to leave. <laughs> there, there's definitely a time stamp. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when she orders a glass of Cab or like outside, out, outside of a dinner setting, yeah, if the wine yeah. comes out. Yeah. yeah. John's <laughs> Wrap like, it up. All right, I got 20 minutes. Yeah. How many old fashioned maximize, can I drink in maximize, maximize. <laughs> Don't talk to anyone. <laughs> All right, so you know who has some whiskey? What are we drinking tonight? Today we got um, very, very excited. This is a bucket list thing for me. We talked about it a little bit before. Uh, Russell Deserve Single Barrel. Mmm, tasty. Can't wait to try it. I know you've had it before. John, have you tried it yet? Have not. Okay. All right. Uh, for beer, have you, have you tried it yet? I haven't. Oh, this is exciting. I know. I have a bottle at home. I haven't opened it yet, but I'm yeah, really excited to try it. For beer, Garrett brought some super fresh beers from our boys at Salamote. We talked about them earlier. We're brewing a beer with them. These are two really, really, really good beers. Uh, Small Wave City Club and Extra Small Wave City Club. We're going to talk about the difference of them and why you should drink them. All right. Customer of the week, the day drunk solo guy. I feel, I feel, I I didn't know you were going to do that. That's very (laughs) cool. Um, I got, Several stories about this guy. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Let's get, get a little pop before we get into that. Uh, we got our next uh, uh, segment. We got our yearly industry ebb and flow. Yeef. Uh, we are less than, we're about a month away from the tent coming back to Wheaton. You guys know this is my favorite time of the year. People coming <laughs> out in droves. Social is so busy. It's insane. Every shift is a Friday night. You gotta have like strap five. Sh- your boots you on. gotta have like five shirts. You gotta work through. Oh, that, that's just to to set the place up. I don't know. I mean, like it's just gonna be mayhem. I can't wait for it. It's gonna be a good time. Um, <clears throat> found out that one of the other restaurants is not gonna partake in the tent, so now we're gonna get a little bit more space under the tent. Maybe one or two oh, more who, tables. Who's out? Yeah. Uh, Sonio's out. Uh, they really they're not even open for lunch anyways. Yeah. So they used it about a third of the time last year. Now they're done. So everyone scoots over a little bit? Everybody just gets like one or two more tables. GME will scoot down a little bit. Perfect. Yeah, it'll be cool. Uh we also have uh massive graduation parties getting planned at social right now. Oh one of my gosh. favorite times yeah. of the year. So glad I don't get those emails anymore. Yeah. It's being my last year that I have to deal with that. Johnny, speaking of sweating, uh, when we opened up Maze, they were talking about what shirts we're going to give to the employees. So like that's, your, that's the shirt you have to wear. And uh, um, Nick showed me like a long sleeve black button up. And I was like, that's that's not going to work. <laughs> you know, no. Ma- you know Mike's a sweater, right? <laughs> He's like, no. Yeah. That's what he went with. Yeah, and then he still went with it. He went with it, dude. <laughs> Did he really? Oh, I, was, I lost uh, so much weight. We, we were both just dying and I, oh my I would, goodness. like in the middle of a shift i would walk over to mike with a stack of napkins and just pat, his, pat his face down what's what's dab. gonna be the attire at uh proof five Ooh, proof number five it's gonna be sexy yeah to be sexy no details yet no okay. everyone gets three stickers it's gonna be you can it's put gonna, them gonna be dark <laughs> it's gonna be dark <laughs> and sexy um classy classy uniforms with a modern twist so it's going to be issued, or you buy something that. Follows, still working that out. So right now. yeah, it's being worked. So we we we've juggled a, both. Yeah. We're trying to find out what the best avenue is. We know the color scheme, yeah. and we know that there's going to be full aprons for the servers, and they're going to look sharp. Nice. Yeah. 
So. Yeah, it w- I'm as, as when I was a server, I hated aprons. I didn't ever want to wear it, but I would probably wear one of these. Well, with the, you, you just look good. You're gonna look great. Yeah. And with the price point of what it is, that you you have to look great. Yeah. And that's the point. It's gonna be elevated. Yeah. Are we ready for some beers? Yep. Uh, I just gotta go run and grab them out of the fridge. Should we just hit time out, or do you want to do? Uh, you guys want to sing a song real quick and uh, come back? No, I tell I tell my uh, what you eat, what you eat. Yeah, let's hear it. What you oh, eat, what yeah, you drink. I'm sorry, we, I didn't mean to completely skipped over me. I'm sorry. I don't know if I told this story, but I don't even know if we'll insert this into the podcast. But we should. When I went up to uh, the Upper Peninsula in Marquette, there's this town called Marquette. Yeah. It's right on Lake Superior, and uh, it's a super small town. There's a tiny little college, you know, there, and and that's the only reason why the town's semi-busy yeah the day we were there there was supposed to be this dog sled race this is the kind of town it is yeah <laughs> and the, the race was supposed to end on the street so they had a bunch of snow brought in and they closed it off the street and they brought like a foot of snow t- for this like race to finish yeah but what happened was like the week before the sun came out it got really hot and the trail in which they were supposed to do this dog sled race completely got Mudded out. Right. So they couldn't do the race. So the town was super busy, and we're trying to find a place to go to a dinner. And we went to this Creole, like, New Orleans, like, restaurant in the basement of this. Yeah, that's what you think about northern Michigan, and you think about Creole. I mean, it's, it's probably the <laughs> furthest Away. northern area in the United States from New Orleans yeah, you could not, possibly get to. And yeah, not including Alaska. <laughs> <laughs> not including Alaska. Yeah. Um, but actually like the food is really good, but what happened was, and I think I may have talked about some podcast, but is I ordered a Russell's reserve old fashioned and oh, we, we the way that this in between us, not on, the way not that they that. entered it in the system was they, they actually added it as a double because my buddy who I was with got a double tequila and Sprite. Okay. And I think that kind of set the server off when me ordering an old fashioned, she's like, she entered it in as a double old fashioned. So each old fashioned that I got, I got two of them was twenty two dollars. So come on a pint glass. So when we got the bill, were you getting double the booze? I had two old fashions for forty four dollars <laughs> in the Upper Peninsula, Michigan, yeah, in the middle of nowhere. Should be nine dollars. No, that's no good. And they had they had no idea what they're doing. I tried to argue with the bartender too. He's like, "Well, old fashions are always doubles." I'm like, "No, an old fashioned is you know not double the price." Which would be like a it's not a double pour. It's yeah. a, it's whatever it is, two and two ounce, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Uh, yeah, whatever it is. Um, tried to argue it. That better Did, that better have been a six ounce old fashioned. But this is like the beginning of our trip. We just got up there, and like I yeah, didn't so want to like. So now you don't have any money left for the rest of the trip. No, and then I had zero dollars. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, oh poor John. It was such a. It was just such a bitch to start off the weekend like that. And yeah, have to that pay forty four dollars for two old fashions, and I'm like, oh fuck, you know, fuck it, I'm just gonna. Did pay the snow on the street melt too? No, it didn't. But the uh, like I said, <laughs> so it's like ice. So yeah. they, they made an ice rink on the street, and everything else is mud. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, we trying to we, we ready to drink some beers? Let's go. So we got some small wave city club. This is a hazy IPA from Salamoth. Um, John's. Buddy JP Vanderven, who misses you, John. He every time we get together, he asks where John is. Yeah, why why aren't you here? He says, Why is John not here? Um, so he's the master brewer for Salamoth. I got to talk to him today. These two beers are fantastic. This small wave city club hazy IPA is crushable in a can or on draft. Should we do this it's one first? Six and a half percent. No, we gotta try the original. Okay. So the small wave city club is the original. Okay. And I'll tell you why. Uh, Garrett, do you want to guess what kind of hops might 
or might not be in this beer? Uh, mosaic. Ding, ding, ding. And? Citra. Ding, 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 ding. Here, here's some sound effects. So this this first beer one always sounds better is effing tasty. So there isn't a, a third hop varietal in it. It's uh, Motueka. Um, it's a very small amount in this one. Here you go, Yanni. Thanks, Gene. So cheers, boys. Small Wave City Club, six and a half percent double dry hop beer. Here we've talked about DDH in the past. I haven't had this beer in at, at least two months minimum. Well, you're gonna go buy a four pack after you drink this. It's okay. so it's so good. Talk to JP. I mean, you'll just call your buddy and he'll just give you a case. Yeah, I'll tell it to John and he'll give me two. It, it tastes so, it's like it's so orange, soft. orange juice with mango and pineapple notes. It's phenomenal. I love it. It's crushable. It's really good in a can. Not every 6.5% Hazy IPA is really good in a can. Fresh, too. It's really good. I, I wouldn't say this is, um, it's hard to say that there's a gold standard for me for Hazy IPAs. But this is this is a top five hazy IPA for me. Really? Yeah. It's 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 clean. It's delicious. You can have a couple, and uh, it's consistent. Dude, it tastes like it pineapple juice. It's like it's so yeah, good. It's really delicious. Awesome. All right. So <clears throat> that was a, that's a small wave city club hazy IPA six and a half percent, mainly mosaic and citra. Garrett and I love that that hop. Those hops. Uh, now we get the extra small wave city club. This is a different variation of that same beer. John, can I have your glass, please? Um, same hop varietals, the same, same three, just different amounts. Less citra, more motueka. Isn't the work. best certified beer server in town for nothing. All right, so extra small waves. Uh, City Club, also double dry hopped, 5.5%, so a little bit more approachable. And that's one of the things that JP said is they want to change the flavor profile a little bit and make it a little bit more approachable as far as uh, ABV. It is interesting how, like, when I started getting into craft beer, uh, however, like, little toe I dipped in the water, the I was going for, like, 78 like 8% double dry hop hazy IPAs. And then slowly over the past like year and a half or two years, like I'm, I want a five and a half, 6%, like yeah. six and a half is like max. Can change a little bit. Yeah. I, I want to be able to have two or three. I of also them. think that those were more prevalent. Uh, what you, what you were drinking, there was a lot of those and there wasn't a lot of these. And right. now these are, but these I mean, come I, around. I was excited about those. If it was a, a lower one, I might, I'm, if there's mm. two beers that I really liked and one was seven and one was six, I was going for the seven. I gotcha. Um, Sure. Uh, this is tasty. I, I Honestly, I don't think I had this yet because I really? bought a four-pack of it. I've had the other one a ton. The City Club? The Small Waves? Yeah. This extra Small Waves is great. It's got uh, like a little bit more... It's a little bit more dry. Yeah. Um, but the flavor is incredible. Super fresh. All right, so let's rank both. Do you like this one? I do. I, I I like them both very much. Let's and rank both of them real yeah, quick. Going back and forth, it's hard to tell like the nuances of them. 
but this the second one seems um like uh like easier to drink quicker i agree uh so i am gonna go uh, i'm gonna give them both the same rating so i like them both for different reasons i'm gonna give them both uh eight two. Ooh, nice and um I'm buying a four pack, showing my receipt to JP and asking for a case. (laughs) (laughs) Johnny, which one did you like better? I actually liked both. Yeah. Um, I like the first one better, just more in my lane of like juicy, fruity. Cool. Um, Another couple great beers from Salmouth. I think I'd rate the first one a little bit higher than the second, obviously. So I'll go eight, two, five. Ooh. On small waves. Johnny, two, five. Then the extra small waves, <laughs> eight. Ooh, two good ratings from Johnny. Yeah, they're yeah. both really good. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, I think they're both delicious. Uh, I'm definitely buying a four-pack of each, and um, I'll give the nod to the extra small waves. I'm going to follow Johnny. It's 8.25 for me for that and uh, eight for the, the small waves. I, I think Johnny's like hitting it right on the head for, for my palate. Actually, he, he did the other way. I'm sorry. He did 8.25 for the small waves. I'm going the reverse of what John said because I think the extra small waves is just a little bit better. Both tasty beers. Way, so to, go, either way, way to go, guys. If you find either one, it's worth it's worth picking out. Drink them up. Yeah. Drink them up. All right, so clearly we haven't had enough to drink. And invite me over. We need more to drink. What are we having, Garrett? Dude, this is an absolute bucket list thing for me. I wanted to do this ever since I became, uh, since 2017, when I had the ability to purchase uh, liquor. Uh, without any much question. So the this is a Russell's single barrel uh, from Wild Turkey. Mm. We talked about Wild Turkey a couple times. We did like, we did like the Russell's single barrel rye a couple episodes ago. It was so tasty. Yeah. So we really talked about good. like how people can like get um, put off from Wild Turkey because they had a bad experience with the 101 because it's a cheaper bourbon when right. they're younger. Um, I think Russell's. The standard 10-year bourbon is really good, especially with a couple of drops of water, maybe a little ice cube. Um, and I didn't like come to really like it until uh, our uh, one of our first guests, Nick, well, one of our owners. He is his his favorite bourbon. So um, I was like, well, if it's his, if he literally likes it, then I should, you know, give this like a third chance. And and I and I, and I really do like it a lot. So this is a uh, this is a nine-year actually nine and a half years i have the uh the sample bottle at home it's a nine and a half year but it only says nine on the bottle uh uh in uh rickhouse b and floor six which i think there's only eight floor six or seven i don't think there's eight floors on in the rickhouses uh, so it's on the top 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 level so it's going to get more interaction with the heat and less interaction with actual movement of air um it mm. came in at uh they all come in the same the same proof. It's a hundred and ten proof. Nice. Right in John's nice. wheelhouse. So nine year, I can get a ten year at uh, Woodman's right now. <laughs> yeah. So all the single barrels are are different. I mean, the, Why do I want this? The youngest one I've ever seen is seven, and the oldest I've seen is twelve and a half. Uh, why do you want this one? So Woodman so says a I mean, ten year Russells. I'm just joking, dude. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Oh God, I'm pretty sure they don't. Everybody just uh, ran out to Woodman's in twenty uh, in twenty. For 2023, uh, there's only nine barrels that came to Illinois. I was just say because Russell's Reserve is is pretty hard. Like the barrels are tough to get, right? You were on for a little while. Yeah, so the, like, they were pretty easy to get about six years ago. 
And that's so much um, down. Yeah, like Vinny's would do like six six barrels just for their just for their stores. Um, and I kick myself in the in the face every time I think about that because I I would only buy one bottle and I should have bought a bottle of each of their barrels. But so uh, yeah, the only only nine barrels came to Illinois, which is pretty cool that uh, Amazing Match was able to get one. I mean, they worked for it, but they they definitely earned it. And uh, there's lots of what, what lots was of fun something stories. you had to do to to earn it? We had to go through 25 12 pack case liter cases of Wild Turkey 101. Uh, cocktail program. Yep. Nice. Well, that's good. Yep. So we pumped it into uh, one of our whiskey drinks that we're already making, and it didn't change the flavor of the drink at all. So I think there's a little bit of integrity on that. Cool. We d- we're not just using it just to you know, put out a product just to earn something else. So um, that's very cool. Yeah. Here we go. You said you don't want this one. You want to wait for the Woodman's bottle? <laughs> no, I was talking about their. I was talking about their. I was talking about their like flagship, like ten year. Oh yeah, that they yeah. Put out. yeah. Oh, the Russell's ten. Yeah, yeah. I like the color of the bottle of the of this juice, Garrett. Yeah, the it looks it's very, super, it looks very yeah. super amber. Um, the the red label also like helps that in the darkness in here. But it looks inviting though. It's very, it's a very rose amber color. Uh, the bottle's been open for about an hour. The you get a decent amount of ethanol right away, and then you let yeah, it, and the first let, it, let it let it breathe a little bit, and you start picking up a lot of uh, calms down a lot of a lot of oak on the on the nose. So um, our distribution company for for this is called uh, Southern Wine and Glaciers, and they are just they have their shit together for sure. And when you, if you believe that, I've got uh, some <laughs> land in Florida to sell you. Um, so they screwed up our barrel, and the nice part about it was that they ended up shipping cases of other people's barrel picks in our like allotment of it with like our sticker like on the box. But when you pulled the bottle out, it was didn't say picked by Amazing Magic, it said mm-hmm. by. So I got to try the Kenwood Liquors single barrel pick, and I got to try one called Cubby Secret Stash, uh, which was a twelve and a half year. And uh, so it was nice to be able to do a blind, like, th- uh, three Russell single barrels next to each other. You don't want to bring those on the podcast? You got to keep those for yourself? We were doing two beers and 110 proof bourbon. I thought maybe we could spread it out a little bit. Mm. Um, that's that's and, called being responsible. Yeah. <laughs> you don't, <laughs> don't want to be responsible on the podcast. Um, and I picked ours over the other two. Um, it's got a nice sweetness to it. But still, like a decent amount of like uh, burnt caramel and vanilla and oak. It's good. It's literally what you look for for <coughs> a Russell single barrel. There are three. This is sounds super bougie. There's three um, like go-to whiskeys for me for like daily drinkers: Elijah Craig single barrel picks, Russell's Reserve single barrel picks, and Eagle Rare single barrel picks. Um, like I would, those would be all day for me. And uh, to be able to do one for, of, of our own is just. That's cool, man. I'm so excited. Congrats. I'm freaking excited. It's it's really tasty, man. One so I was thinking about this on my way over. Like one hundred to one oh five, one oh seven is like kinda like my sweet spot. Yeah. Um and knowing that this was one ten, I was kinda worried that it might be a little bit hot for me, but it's it's pretty smooth. I think it smells hotter than it tastes. 
Um, the f- the first smell was was real hot. Yeah. Um, but it's calmed down and it's opened up nicely. Uh, I'm gonna have one more sip and then I'm gonna inject a little bit of water in there because I feel like that that would really make it palatable. Yeah, you've for been me. doing that a lot lately. I like it that way though. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, it's it, it's good for me. Hydrating while drinking, you know. Johnny, you got any thoughts? He's chewing on it over there. Mm. It's really good. I tried the uh, water drop. I kind of liked it hotter, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. Kind of liked it w- for what it was. Uh, 110. There's no burn to me. None. Um, a lot of caramel on the back end. Mm-hmm. Um, 100% I would buy one of these bottles. Yeah, good. so there's still, a couple, for sale. there's still a couple for sale at Maze and Mash. Only two? I think there's... A couple means two, right? I think there's... You better run down there tomorrow, <laughs> son. Shit. 20 or 25 bottles left. That's it? Yeah. Wait, how many... Did you guys split this with somebody? No. Oh, you guys, and you already sold all those... How many bottles did you get? We got uh, 24 six-packs. This uh, th- So... so like Mike's alluding to that that we moved through that much that quickly. We set aside some just to sell by the ounce, but not a ton. Um, you make a little bit more money that way, and I think that's pretty obvious. But uh, Russell's picks are sought after. Like people want them, and there's I guess there's a why. reason there's a reason why like they made us go through a full year of cocktail menu placement to, to be able em. to pick one. Well, they've only been waking, making whiskey for a little bit of time, right? Yeah, they know what they're doing. Yeah. Dude, that is really good. I love this barrel. It's flavorful. Yeah. It's in the um, the the creme brulee. It like like the burnt sugar on the back has like a caramel touch. It's it's almost like you're eating like a dessert mm-hmm. in the back end. It's really good. I knew, but you're still getting a lot of spices. Yeah. For one ten, uh, really good, dude. Great job. Thanks. Every once in a while, I I pick a good one. Every now and then. Every now. And then. <laughs> a blind squirrel. Well, this while. You picked a good one. Good, yeah. isn't that? There you go. <laughs> Dude, hey, cheers. Garrett, good job, man. That's Thank tasty. You. I'm good. glad I bought a, bear, a bottle of that. Johnny, you should definitely get a bottle of that. What are, what are you selling for over at Mace? They're 80 bucks a bottle plus tax. Well worth it. They're, I think they're like 11 or $12 a pour. $12 a pour? I, think, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think it's that high. I think it might be less. But, yeah. Maybe. It's, if it's 12 then I'm sorry. But we'll just say 12 so when you show up and it's 11 you're excited. Cool. Well, if you're not convinced, get the pour, and then buy a bottle. Buy 100%, a bottle. Hundred percent. But yeah. you're, you're gonna, gonna buy the bottle, bottle then for ninety-two dollars. So get a bottle. But you get an extra ounce on that. You might as well buy the bottle. <laughs> this is literally the final, final call for the Ezra Brooks bottle. There's two left at Social. There's three unopened at Maze. It honestly, for whatever it is, fifty-five dollars plus tax, sixty bucks plus tax, whatever it is, yeah. insane. So final, final. If we put this out tonight, Johnny, are we putting this out tonight. hundred percent. Possibly. <laughs> we had some hiccups along the way. We so had we some hiccups? We might have to edit. <laughs> there was I'll hang out for 25 minutes while you while you do that. I'll hang out with you. It's coming out tonight. But I can't hang out with you. I have to sit here in front of the computer and edit. Yeah, but I'll sit It'll here. It'll be out in the next couple of days. I'll sit here with you. We can listen to music and have, have fun. All right. All right. So just go run down to social, drink some Ezra Brooks. A couple of nudes maze. in the barrel. Yeah. <laughs> A couple of new chats in the barrel. Are you guys ready for the customer of the week? Let's go. All right. Thanks so for rating at ten, by the way. I appreciate it. Oh, so I honestly <laughs> let's do the kidding. rating. No, let's do no, the rating. No, we it. no, absolutely. Well, do we are we rating it, Johnny? You want to rate it? I think the whiskey? We all agree it's really good. I it's think really we agreed good. that it was a buy. It's a so buy. Yeah. It's a buy. It's not a sell. It's a yeah. buy. 
All right, cool. <clears throat> All right, so customer of the week is the day drunk solo guy. I've had several encounters with these individuals. I've been that guy once. Well, generally, so I've gone out during the day to get rid of a, a hangover from the night before. Yeah. With other people. Bad Decision Mondays. Yeah. And you and I have been part of Bad Decision Mondays together. Yeah. Never by myself. This this individual was, he might as well have clocked in with me when I got to work and then clocked out when I got out of work because he was just there the whole time. But th- there's this, he's actually really nice, but it was one of those things where like he had an old fashioned kind of like trying to write the ship. You see, he was like teetering. The second one went down really easy. Then he's like, I better switch up for beer. And then he has like one or two beers. And you're like, okay, so he's being responsible. Ish. And then goes back to the old fashioned. Yeah, there's, there's the, <laughs> so, there's the irresponsible. Yeah. And, so, and, and the third old fashioned, he's just kind of a taller guy. Like each drink, he kind of like started scooting farther and farther away from the bar. Yeah. So at one point, he literally was like almost sitting at the hostess stand because he had his, he literally had his feet like up on the rail. And then he had his like he was like laying back like while drinking, uh, full, and like people had David to like walk, walk around his chair to get to places. And then, because there was some March Madness going on, somebody walked by with a sweater on. That was sitting at table fourteen. That's a good forty feet away. He starts having a across the bar and dining room conversation, very loudly about, about the guy's sweater. Program. About the <laughs> We alluded to that during uh, March Madness and previous episode of people like get excited about other people and their whatever team they're rooting for. Yeah, you yeah. just you just happy to be there. Yeah, making well, friends. Guy, I just couldn't believe how each drink he just got more and more relaxed and just farther and farther away from the bar and is like he's just like his arms are like flailing about. Um, oh, so then he got to go food, which he ended up eating at the bar. Oh, that's I was gonna say. Did which, he ask for a silverware? No. He didn't need silverware or nothing. Is, he just he's a, just slamming a loco crunch. That is a classic sign of somebody who's been drinking all day. Yeah, just needs to slam the burger. Right. If I get food to so go, then, then you have to leave. And this food comes up like, "Nah, I'm hungry. I want to eat it now." Because I just ordered an extra beer. Yeah. yeah. So then Kate and I, <laughs> I've, done, I've done that. Like, so oh, many for times. sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm. You're literally talking about like four years, of my twenties right now. <laughs> order to go. One more shot. Better eat the food Fuck now before I leave. Too? I got to <laughs> No, he didn't order a shot. Oh, okay. I was saying that's oh, like yeah. what we would do. Yeah, yeah. So then Kate and I went there for, we went to social for a drink that night uh, because the games were on and she was like, still what do you want to do? He there. was not there, but he had taken the to-go bag and stuffed it in between the foot rail and the bar. So like, so that was still there. So that was still there. <laughs> <laughs> Leaving the, his rem- mark. the remnants of this yeah. guy. So it's not like he could have just handed it back to the bartender or found a garbage can no. or whatever. But he no, just he's just stuffed it right yeah. down there. I, be- I wonder if like he like dropped it. He's a really nice guy. And just, like, and just started kicking it. He's a decent tipper, but he's this guy is just. I wonder if he's that's tying like, it on from the night before. Could that be like a strategy at a bar where like you want to have bar stools or like they. They're just comfy enough for like a few hours. Then after that, yeah, that's like your back <coughs> starts hurting, or your, you know your mean? Feet, like the, feet go to sleep the, the, or something. The, the way that you describe this guy, like kind of like trying to adjust in those, like I mean, you, you got wood stools there, yeah. wood wood backs at, at social, and they're kind of curved, so you can kind of and they're get a comfortable for like you know an hour or so. But then like, like two if hours, you, if, if you're there, not more than two, two hours, yeah. and you're and you, so like I understand why he's trying to like figure out how to yeah. position but, his body. But the thing, the thing was though, each drink he like all kept day going like a foot further away from the bar. Yeah, he, so then he he's got like his legs are like stretched he, out. He was less cognizant of his surroundings. Oh, he had but no that's idea probably a strategy. Like I mean, if you had like lounge <laughs> bar yeah, chairs, where like they were really that comfy. guy would have been passed out. 
Yeah. He, he would have passed he, out. He would have slept there. He would have slept with his old fashioned on his chest. <laughs> I can get some more cherries. <laughs> I also enjoy like uh like on like major holidays, like if you're you're open and like there's a single dude at the bar like getting hammered, like you know for a fact. Like if it's on like Easter or like yeah. Christmas Eve, like you know for a fact that like, that's a divorced dad. Who doesn't have his there's have a, his kids that day, and he's going out and just there's a sad lit. story in there. That's yeah, all. for sure. And for I think sure. It's Whatever. Pretty, it's pretty much a sad story for any single dude getting hammed at the bar by themselves if they're not 22. Especially on a holiday. Yeah. On a holiday, that's different. Yeah. That's like, that's next level. I didn't mean to bring the, the vibe down there. <coughs> oh, I we're talking about real stuff, right? Yeah. That's what we do here. I talking love about real stuff, real beer, real whiskey. Does he do that outside life. of March Madness? Was he there for the games? I've seen him there a couple times. Um, he's, I mean, he's been there for a little bit and tied one on. Yeah. Um, but nice guy though. I, like, don't I don't think like he, I just don't think he realized like what he was, what, you know, like what he was doing. I've done that on accident. Mike, at a couple times. Have you, like, when you're bartending at, at social, have you ever like come into a counter where like, uh, like management staff will come in sometimes and like, kind of interject. Uh, with your daily routine and kind of like getting your way sometimes. Uh, anything like that ever happen with you? <laughs> that's not uh, that's not leading at all. Uh, yeah, I got a couple stories about that. So one of my favorite things, Employee one of, the, of my favorite things is that um, of the week. <laughs> this is the the beverage manager of the week. <laughs> uh, so I'm, I'm working a really busy Monday, and I'm making a lot of cocktails. And uh, Garrett decides that he needs to work on the cocktail of the month. Just uh, make a cocktail, and it's cool. We had a lot of fun. But the the reason why that story came up here, <laughs> John and well, I, explain, I said, explain to listeners what so, happened. All right. So, uh, well, here's the thing. Let me tell you two I, stories. Two stories, real quick. I didn't do a good job. John lobbed it up for me, yeah. and, I, and I struck mm-hmm. out. But let me tell you no, two you, stories. You so James, so so my boss, James Larson. He's the director of operations for this company. He does not yeah. listen to his podcast, but his bosses do. They're going to love this. Yeah. So for 14 years, I worked with him at Muldoon's bartending. And he's he was a really good bartender in his prime. Towards the last couple of years of, of his bartending, he was it, more it, worried about having a good time than he was about actually bartending. He was writing his contract. So, so he was in the way a lot. So after 14 years of working at Muldoon's, and then I left, and he was working for our company, Yeah. the first week we opened at Mays, the third day we were open was St. Patty's Day, yeah. and he's literally standing in my way behind the bar while I'm trying to make cocktails. <laughs> and he's like, what are you doing, dude? I'm like, I'm working, dude. What are you doing? He's like, oh, I'm just hanging out. You know, it's St. Patty's Day. We worked a lot of St. Patty's Day together. I'm like, and you're still in my way. Yeah. It was like driving me nuts. So then I was telling John that story, and then he like looked at, uh, we were <laughs> laughing about yesterday about how I was busy making a cocktail, and the boys are back, and yeah. the, the beverage manager is making this cocktail behind my bar. And I loved it. To be fair, I was <laughs> making a cocktail specifically for your restaurant <laughs> to help get rid of product that you were like were sitting on extras of. So I'd I make cocktails it. with that, I not specific it. for you. So and for I was so you were frustrated. I was, I was so freaking frustrated with that cocktail. I couldn't figure it out. I, I, made, I, I made, wasn't frustrated. I made nine variations of that drink before I figured it out. Well, and you, and you unlocked the key. Yeah. 
finally figured it out. I wasn't frustrated, Johnny. I just thought it would be a fun way to interject it to yeah. upset you. I also did a whole load of dishes Bever- for you, too. Beverage manager. I was just funny <laughs> watching whole load these, of, like, whole <laughs> senior-level guys in, like, the restaurant group. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we, were, we were playing a little bit of grab aspect Robust there. bodies, like, managing. We <laughs> <laughs> try to work around the bar together. <laughs> like We can post that video. We Hey, we, we did it. We didn't run into each other one time. No. There was a lot of ass-grabbing. Yeah, uh, maybe a thumb in my butt one time, but that's yeah, about that it. was my middle finger. Oh, it, it was, it was fun a to knuckle watch. up to the knuckle. <laughs> fun to watch. Thanks, Danny. It was fun. Thanks for thanks for humoring us, Garrett, for allowing us to <laughs> throw that one in there. That's so funny. <laughs> I totally forgot about that. And John's like, oh, Mike, have you ever uh, had this hit? I'm like, oh yeah, we talked about this. Dude, the worst part about uh, making a cocktail behind any of those bars is that like I know like what ingredients should go in there, but I have no freaking clue where they are. Well, and yeah, I have no idea. You never bartended there, right? So it's like it's like a it's like a anxiety dream. Like mm. you know what to do, but you don't know where everything is. Yeah. So that's, it, I guarantee that's a server dream, right it, there. Yeah. So totally. So if I yeah. if I worked there one day a week or two days a week, it would have been over twice as fast. But whatever. It was fun. Cool. Man. It's the last time. I mean, that's the that's the first time that you and I were making drinks at the same time and behind a bar in like five or six it years. Was, it was fun. Yeah. It, w- it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um. Sweet. Um. Let's uh, wrap up the podcast, Johnny. You got anything you want to? Wrap it up with? I would just call that a double rainbow. A double <laughs> a, the boys yeah. behind the bar? Yeah. yeah. Seeing Absolutely half a rainbow is nice, but seeing the whole thing. John, John's <laughs> our biggest fan. John's <laughs> our number one fan. It was incredible. <laughs> <laughs> a full it's rainbow. Like a, it's like a unicorn. Yeah. yeah. You, know, you just n- never see it. You just yeah. never see it happen. Is it real? You see a half sometimes. Yeah. You hear a half, about it. A half hear rainbow is it. great, but then you see the whole thing. It's like, I, oh, my God. I touched Mike's pot of gold. the family jewels if you will (laughs) (laughs) all right all right um (coughs) listen uh everybody thanks for joining us today we had a great time um salamold rocks it out of naperville making great beers stay tuned to listen to in listen into when we are gonna release the beer that we brew with them show some great stories john's gonna bring the the podcast equipment with when we go there we're going to get some some tidbits from the guys who actually make the beer and, and know more about it than we do. Garrett brought a delicious Russell's Reserve. Only a couple bottles left over at Maze. Get over there um, before Johnny buys them all. Um, really, really tasty. Uh, we really appreciate you guys. Uh, take care of your bartenders and servers. They're uh, always working hard for us. And uh, drink responsibly. Gary, you got any final finals? Yeah, I got a, a quick teaser. Love next, it. Next episode, we're releasing uh, the name of our next giant Freaking giant guest. I haven't told you guys about it yet either. For the podcast? Yeah. Nice. Awesome. Cool. And then um, also we talked about having one of our super fans join us for the whiskey part, which is really cool. Yep. He's always uh, fun to hang out with. uh, So keep in tune for that. And uh, thanks for joining us, guys. Until the next time. Peace. Love you. Later. Drink more Russell's. First of all, we'd like to thank our listeners, our families, and friends that support us. We couldn't do this without you. Subscribe to us on iTunes and Spotify. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Tell your friends about us. Big thanks to our producer, Johnny, in the Underground Studio. Also, a shout-out to Johnny Perona and Davenport Ed. That's the rockin' music you're hearing in the background. Thanks again, and we look forward to the next cocktail with you. So why do you want to make love to this bottle, Garrett? I don't want to actually have love with the bottle.
wanna I wanna feel all the insides. Will you let Russell's reserve feel your insides? Hmm. Mm. I think if you wanted it bad enough, you'd be all right with it. <laughs> I haven't said no yet. <laughs> 